Incoming transmission. Good morning, good morning. This is Tanuki Ranch, and just like you, I'm trying to unpack the enigma that is Altered State Machine. The goal of this recording is to help the community get caught up with everything ASM related. Just think of it as a quick, unofficial recap that you can listen to while making your coffee. Some AMA answers I'll read nearly verbatim so that I don't mix up the technical concepts. Other questions, I'll just provide a brief summary. For community brainstorms, we're just having fun speculating what might unfold in the future. These recordings are entirely for the community, so hit me up on Twitter or in the Discord and let me know what you'd like to hear next. I would strongly encourage you to check out any topics discussed in their entirety and head to the Discord server for the source material. That link can be found in the show notes. As a reminder, I'm simply relaying the questions and answers from a previous recording. This is in no way meant to be financial advice. Do your own research and don't make choices just because my summary or interpretation wasn't accurate. Are you ready? Suspend disbelief with me and try to keep up. Here we go. We're back. We are back. Given the amount of time that's passed since the last summary, I'd encourage you to go back to the YouTube recordings and check out the previous AMAs. I think I missed uh, three or four of them. So a ton has happened. Uh, be sure to check them out. I'll run through a quick recap of AMA 15, which took place on April 29th, 2022. Uh, Dan, David, and Carmen were there to walk us through the last few weeks. A lot of what David is doing right now is meetings and talking to really interesting people about really interesting things. Um, they're just moving into the next phase of the ecosystem, and we'll start to see things click together and pieces that they've been building over the past year. Um, they'll come together in a really cohesive way, but the next phase is releasing functionality and bringing together the pieces that they've been building this past year. It's a really exciting time for the ecosystem. Carmen summarized by saying, it's all connected. There will be some exciting revelations that in hindsight made total sense. The team talked about observing the community speculation and how some community influence drives the direction of the project. David shared how the puzzle pieces fit together to create an open interoperable metaverse and seeing more interoperability across the open metaverse space, seeing projects willing to work with one another will be really exciting and something that they're seeing with more frequency. Carmen had a few things up her sleeve and is very excited for the chat in two weeks because there are some things that she can't wait to reveal. Okay, so the first question asked about the near-perfect bell curve weighting and whether that was by design. David said that when you're building AI, you want to make sure that there's enough seed variety for uh, approaches to a task. This avoids a false peak that solves problems exactly the same way, so there needs to be a good distribution of how those constraints are mapped out. There are a few extreme outliers with even distribution through the middle. For the extreme ends, David has seen some very interesting results. Um, there are hundreds of billions of different solutions that an AI finds, and it's entirely impossible to predict what the AI will do. The follow-up question asked if the brain is suspended in fluid. David kicked it over to the ASM lore master, Josh, who's responsible for bringing lore and storytelling across the project. Josh made his intro and mentioned that he's been lurking in the Discord. He said, imagine the brains are balls of pure energy, joining and combining with the NFT avatars such as fluffs, all-stars, etc. Because they're energy, they can easily travel around through the metaverse. They discussed the snow particles that we see in the Gen 1 brains. 
Um, and Josh said, they try to hold on to any life around them. They've latched onto this life energy from their surroundings. And for gen one brains, it looks like coral gen two brains will be revealed on the 11th hour podcast and will have a different design element. Josh said, if you place a brain in one planet or moon, they will change around. And that may be why the particle effects look so different. Follow-up question asked if David had ever had a conversation with Elon Musk. David said that he has not. David asked a question uh, about the task board and whether the information was helpful or if we want to know any more about the specific tasks going through. He's excited about the pre-alpha sprints where they get to test out the mechanics of AFA before it's released. Um, with game design, they'll get feedback on whether something is too fast or not intuitive enough about how to use and so forth. The team will be occupied with testing very soon. The next member liked what was happening with the lore and how it all ties to the bigger ecosystem. The question was about the task board and how ASM fits into the bigger organization of Fluff World. Uh, ASM is its own distinct company founded by David, Aaron, Phil, and Hal. They share founders with a bunch of other companies like Non-Fungible Labs that share Fluff World thingies and Party Bears. The Shadows team works on Party Bears and a whole bunch of other blockchain companies that have been building primitive building blocks of Web3 for the past seven years, and they all work together. David has been working alongside Centrality Group for the past six years in Japan and the Melbourne office. Aaron's vision was to bring lots of people together that wanted to work on Web3 projects. There are so many ideas out there that are difficult to scale unless you work together. There are about 60 portfolio companies across two funds now. David has been working on the gamification of AI since his teens, something that's uh, come together at all at the same time as the Web3 space was taking off. And they launched the prototype around the same time that non-fungible labs has taken off as well. The follow-up question also asked about the task board and wanted to get some clarity on what milestone the tasks align to, suggesting perhaps that something that's clear to understand is how the tasks align to the milestones that the team is working toward. David said the task board is a high-level overview of the two-week sprints, um, taking out high-level items over two weeks. They said it would be pretty cool to put a tag on each tile, such as AFA game, AI research, and so forth. David felt a useful thing to, com uh, to complete soon would be an ecosystem roadmap. The next question asked about the final event for genome mapping and that it would be a big thing for the community to decide on. David said they've come up with a way to make sure the kind of community input that he had in mind was able to take place and the attributes of the genome matrix are there. One of the things that was really important was crowdsourcing and organically developing this mapping over time by the community and different use cases. They also have this force on the other side, which is compelling them to create a rarity scale for the brains themselves. There are these two sides where the attributes will be discovered over time and crowdsourced by the community, but also build up their own rarity scales that impact training decisions uh, for that particular scale. Both are going to be looped into the tag cloud event where the community can get together and put attributes that are not just for AFA or Next Legends. The team made an internal tool that will simulate the event um, for the outcomes. This will need to be released as soon as possible before Gen 2 mining starts so that people can see what individual brain attributes will be. 
The follow-up question asked if that determination should be randomized rather than something the community influences. One thing they want to do is make sure there's consistency. If they have a lot of tags for strength, power, force, size, etc., they want to make sure those are clustered on top of each other because they're related. Then with personality traits like clumsiness, friendliness, and those sorts of things, it will be interesting to see where they end up on the map. And those are the things that David wants to crowdsource because it will be used for sports and also for chat and other use cases. So if someone's a dick on the field, they'll also be a dick in the chat. The next question asked uh, back to David's previous comments about knowing what he knows and wanting to scream it out at the top of his lungs. David said all the above and more is as much as he can say, but needed to keep it open for now. The next question asked about ASTO utility and when we can expect to know more. David said the first bit of utility will be genome mining, which is launching in the next month or so. Also, ATEM Car Club will be using ASTO to mint. Following that will be intelligence mining, where you can train your brains. Hive Mind Generative Art Process will be using ASTO and partnership projects that will be coming in at different times over the next six months. We'll start seeing a lot more usage of ASTO ramp up um, starting from the next month or so. The next caller provided some suggestions about how to more easily digest the task board progress and inquired about ATEM details. David said, you'll see uh, using ASTO to mint um, and Genesis brain holders will get uh, a whitelist spot. The next caller asked how the training progress, uh, how the training process will take place. David said training for AFA will be done through the All-Stars dashboard, and he envision, envisions training for each specific use case to be done through the execution environment of that use case. Thingies art hive mind will be done through the thingies execution environment and so forth. The caller asked, um, where we'll see the memory tree progress. Statistics will be seen in two places. Protocol stuff will be in the ASM Cortex website, which is an overview of all the things that you've trained for. Use case specific things will be in the execution environment. So stats on training for AFA will be in the AFA dashboard. How would we prove the training and capabilities of our brains will be represented if someone wants to sell a brain based on what they're saying the strengths are? It will depend on if it's subjective or objective. A good conversationalist is a subjective thing because uh, it is a subjective thing, but being a good striker in AFA is an objective thing with specific stats of goals scored, tournaments won a top 10 scoring percentage compared to everyone else or other stats like that, which people can filter through and see what's what. For subjective stuff, it's a little harder as you might like your chat bot and its conversation ability, but someone else might not like the same one. So it makes it a bit more difficult. A recurring question that has been coming up a lot is what is the angle matrix? Angle matrix is involved in hereditary AI, so it's a little bit of math that determines an outcome of cloning your brains for breeding, which that name will change, as we've seen with the community naming competition, in which they'll give a brain away for the winning term. David thought he was uh, doing well when he came up with the term intelligence mining, but the team are looking uh, for a term that's even easier to comprehend. Uh, as that was being discussed, David was reading through the Discord feedback on naming and felt that assimilated fragmentation is exactly what they're doing. What uses will ASTO have beyond brain training or intelligence mining? 
They said it's a token that fuels the ecosystem. For example, ATEM Car Club Mint, and it's a play and earn token for use in games like AFA and Next Legends. It's also a governance token for voting on activities that ASM undertakes in the future. An expansion on the question is, will it be used specifically for the Muhammad Ali game? Yes, it will. It will be a play and earn token and obviously for intelligence mining for that game. The Muhammad Ali game is in development and coming along nicely. In two weeks time, um, David will be doing the 11th hour podcast with Brooke and they might have some teasers by then. And then because of the level and gravity behind the IP, Muhammad Ali and what they're building, this will be the biggest marketing activity that they've done. Um, to date, it's been all organic growth. The game is a massive undertaking and Muhammad Ali has a massive following. So we can expect a lot more activity out of uh, our community for the next legends game that hasn't really been done by the team recently. The next question asked if ATEM will be whitelisted one per brain or one per wallet. David deferred to Jeffrey to ask in the ATEM Discord about the details. A caller asked about seeing a few leaks of the unique events coming out of the team's internal AI training and testing. David said he really liked that idea and thought that potentially after they get the game trailer out so that people can see what the game will look like so that they don't share the stick demos um, while it's in development. Um, because if they do that and someone posts the engineering stick demo tests, then the Twitter community can spread misconceptions about what the 3D modeling of the gameplay will look like. Dan mentioned uh, he's really looking forward to watching the AI struggle. And David said that's something that will be fine-tuned, um, which is what the tolerance level for uh, watching your AI struggle is going to be. So where do they start? Uh, where do they set the starting point for how well the AI is able to play? Because if you start at the very beginning, it will take some time to figure out. But if you at least let it know what soccer is, then you've got a better starting point so that it's engaging and drives other people to play. Dan also added that uh, you can only do the amount of training based off the amount of ASTO that you have. So you want to be selective uh, in that starting point. David said they're going to ensure that the starting point will be in a good spot. The next caller asked about the um, process and ETA on Thingy Utility and when it's able to be released. David said different Thingies will be able to create different kinds of art. They'll be releasing the first kind uh, in the not too distant future, definitely during the genome mining event. And David said they'll go to the Fluff World team to see if they can leak something on the 11th hour podcast. Dan called on Josh to ask about the AFA moon design. Um, Josh said that he's been in such a deep dive writing the lore that he forgot that detail hasn't been released about how AFA all-stars will all live on this moon together. Uh, he said there's a massive planet that's expanding with massive oceans, desert outlands, frozen tundras, massive uh, city in the center of it, and how he needs to get a designer to make sure that the graphics are set properly to release it. David said that uh, this whole lore and st storytelling side is a thing that fascinates him uh, the most about developing the world with the community, which is a challenge for the storyteller because you've got the core framework and vision that you're building, um, but you're also incorporating the things that the community and its conversation around how it develops, which is what fascinates David about the open metaverse space. It's all community driven. Josh added, they won't 
start these stories at the beginning, they might start them right in the action. So a lot of the preamble might be a community driven uh, thing, and it'll be fun to see what the community has to say. Okay, so that's it for AMA 15. Based on timing, it sounds like we'll expect another AMA one week from today, uh, which would land it on Friday, May 27th, or Saturday, May 28th, depending on where in the world you are. Uh, Carmen concluded that on the next AMA, Hal will be doing a big tech session, so get your tech questions ready for him. Josh added that within, a, uh, within the next week or so, um, they'll release the actual graphic design of what the moon looks like, and they'll start to build out the solar system of this massive ecosystem of the other worlds involved as well. Have a great week, everyone, and I'll see you back here for AMA 16. Wow.